Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. It is a Friday morning where I'm recording, the 22nd of February. Uh, heading off to work. Thought I'd uh, record one of these bad boys as I finally have a day where it is not so freezing I have to have the heater on blast and thus add that background noise. Or pouring down raining to where you have to hear the wipers go frantically. Um, and I haven't done one of these for a while, so I figured I might as well get one going. So, um, I have got put together a, a, a list of, of topics to, to kick through. Um, and for this morning, I have decided that I would like to talk a little bit uh, about Kickstarter. Um, for those of you who um, may not be familiar, um, I'm curious exactly how you've managed to put yourself on a, you know, a media blackout to have avoided this term for so long. It's been around for a bit. Um, but just want to talk about uh, the Kickstarter a little bit and um, my interactions with Kickstarter and that sort of thing. And this is falls into the category of, I don't know if there's going to be enough for a full episode of this, but what the heck, we're going to give it a whirl. Um, so Kickstarter, for those of you who may not be aware, is, is one of those, those crowdfunding sites. Um, basically you come up with an idea, Hey, I want to do a thing or make a thing or, or produce a, an item or whatever, but I don't really have, you know, the kind of money to do this or, or to do this properly. So I'm going to see if there are other people who are interested in this thing who will give me money. Um, and basically are willing to invest in, in making this thing happen. Um, and if enough people do, and you get enough money, then you, they, 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 they give you that money, and you can then make the thing. Um, and in exchange, the, the people who've invested in you typically get something out of that. Um, it's, it's real simple. Anyone can, can do it. Um, both come up with a thing to get kickstarted, um, and anyone can kickstart a thing. All you need is, you know, a credit card. Um, I'm trying to think the first thing, I mean, I've known about Kickstarter for a while, um, years. Um, and a few years ago, uh, at Origins Game Fair here in Columbus, uh, which we go to every year as a family, um, it's the, uh, it's the big uh, board game and game convention here here in town. Um, board games, role-playing games, miniatures games, you know, any sort of, you know, tabletop gaming. Um, it's not, not video games um, or sports, I guess. Uh, if you say it's a game convention, you know, various people can get various ideas. I guess it's also not hunting. I guess that's the other use of the word game that does not apply here. Um... But it's, 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 it's a big old convention, um, you know, where they, they have a lot of games, a lot of organized sessions and such. Uh, and it goes, I, I want to say like a week. Um, but they typically have uh, one day that's, that's family day. That uh, it's, it's like 20 bucks for, for you and your family to go in and get access to the, uh, the vendor's room. Because there's a, a giant vendor's hall 
where all sorts of game companies set up booths and show off their latest stuff for what's up and coming and you know you can get stuff for for pretty cheap um relatively speaking you know they, they they've got you know origins bargains going on um and then the rest of the convention is, you know, the rest of the, the convention is filled with, um, you know, rooms of people playing games, like actually, you know, the actual tournaments of this, this sort of that, or, you know, various sessions happening. Um, I've never gone to any of the actual sessions at Origins, uh, for, for a variety of reasons. Um, but we always go to family day cause that gets you into the vendor's room, which is, which is really the cool thing to see. Um, and like I said, it's super cheap that day. And typically, that day uh, tends to be Father's Day, which works out well for me uh, you know, as a father and a person who appreciates games. Um, that's sort of my Father's Day gift. Uh, anywho, back to the, the original topic of Kickstarter. Uh, we were bebopping around through the vendors area a few years back. And there was a, uh, there was a person there with a booth um, who was was putting together a game called Trekking the National Parks. Uh, and as you may have surmised from previous podcasts, uh, what with all of the camping and traveling around the world and, and just being generally fond of the National Parks, um, this this caught our eye. Um, and basically, you know, they, they, they didn't have any, you know, for sale, but they had like a demo up um, as this is something that was, you know, still in production. It was, it was being kickstarted. Um, and so, uh, you know, they, they showed us and it's, it's a cool, it's sort of a, um, how, how would I best, it's, 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 it's not, it's sort of Catan like, um, also some elements of, um, ticket to ride. Um, but very thematic for the national parks, and, and we, we looked at it, and we, we liked it, and we, we thought this was a good thing, and we, you know, how do we do this? Um, and basically, they had, you know, like an iPad set up, and they're like, well, you can, you can, you know, if you, there was some sort of deal where if you kickstart them, you know, right then and there on the spot, uh, they would, uh, you got some swag, uh, some notebooks and some, you know, satchels and cool stuff like that, um, and so we did, and thus the the Kickstarter situation uh, in our in our house uh, began. Um, you know, and we, we 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 pledged the you know whatever amount it was that you know in exchange for which when the game was produced they would send us a copy. Um, because you know the way, like I said, the way Kickstarter works is you 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 go out there and you you basically put together you know a page that this is what I'm this is what I want to do. This is, this is, this is the idea that I have. Um, and the more details you put in there, the better, because really what Kickstarter is, is, is an investment situation. You are trying to convince people to give you money so that you can, you know, realize your dream of producing thing X. So, you know, you need to let the folks know this is what I'm trying to do and this is what it looks like. And also, you know, this is how I'm going to do it, and this is what my timelines are. Not many of them get into all the specifics of, you know, this is what my costs are, and, you know, this is where your money is specifically going to, although some do. Um, but you need to present the case for, you know, this is what I'm doing, and this is why I need money. Um, 
and this is why it's a cool thing that you'll like and why you should give me money. Uh, and then the, the other side of that is, is you set up, you know, sort of pledge levels. Um, you know, if you give me, you know, a buck, then you get updates on this project. You know, we'll send you emails to let you know how things are going. Thanks, thanks for the buck, you know, but you're probably not going to get the thing that's being made. You're just going to get some updates, you know, and it, and they're, they're like tiers, you know, for 20 bucks, you get, you know, a PDF copy of the rule, you know, of, of this thing, you know, a lot of the stuff I've kickstarted are games. So probably a lot of what I'm going to say here is kind of in the context of, of games and gaming. Um, but you know, for, for 20 bucks, we'll give you access to a, a print and play version. So it's, you know, all the things in a PDF that you can print out and play, you know, for, for 40 bucks, we'll send you an actual copy of the game. Uh, you know, for 75 bucks, we'll send you two copies, you know, stuff like that. Um, and oftentimes, uh, there are, there are other benefits from, you know, kickstarting a thing as opposed to waiting for it to happen and go out and buy it in store. Um, a lot of times folks will, will have Kickstarter exclusives, you know, aspects of the thing that they're, that they're making and selling that you, you can't get once it's all done and in stores, you, you know, and, you know, an extra piece bonus item of some sort that's only available through the Kickstarter campaign, um, is a pretty popular thing that happens. Um, and that shit works. Um, many an item I've Kickstarted <laughs> that I've looked at and said, oh, you know, this looks cool. And I could wait, you know, for it to just be out in stores, but I want this extra little doodad or, you know, bonus feature um, that won't be available elsewhere. I'm just going to go ahead and get this thing going now. Um, and really it's kind of an everybody wins situation. You get an extra little doodad, uh, you know, the person who's, who's kickstarting gets a little extra assurance that they're going to get the funding to make the thing in the first place. Uh, you know, it works out pretty well. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, what, what Kickstarter has is what they call stretch goals. So when you set up your Kickstarter, you know, you say, you put up this site that says, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm trying to do. And here are all the different, you know, pledge levels. But you also have a target. You have, you know, I, I want to raise $10,000 to produce this game, you know, or I, I need, you know, $2,500 to, you know, go record this CD or whatever it is that the person's doing. Um, but oftentimes they'll have stretch goals, meaning that once they hit their target, um, there's sort of a tiered structure for, you know, okay, if we, you know, hit our target and go over by, you know, $5,000, then we'll do this extra thing or the thing that we're making, we'll get this, you know, extra feature or option, uh, available to it. Uh, you know, um, which again, incentivizes people to, to, you know, give, you know, as much as they can to try and unlock these, these special features. Uh, and again, that is a very, uh, powerful and effective tactic. Um, there have been a couple of Kickstarters that I've been a part of that, um, you know, I've kind of pledged at one level initially and then, you know, it was, it was pretty popular, uh, and they got, they hit their target and they were coming close to some stretch goals that I thought were, were desirable. And I actually went in and upped my pledge level to try and help to get it there so I could get, you know, this extra shenanigan, whatever it is. Um, you know, and it worked out well. 
Um, I am what the Kickstarter folk refer to as a super backer, uh, in that I have backed a whole lot of things, um, double digits of things. Had I thought about it, I should have logged into Kickstarter to see exactly how many things I have backed. Um, I'd say if it's not a hundred, it's probably pretty close. Um, Kickstarter can be a problem. Um, if you've got, uh, you know, some disposable money and are keen to, oh, wow, that looks awesome. Ooh, that's cool. I want that. Um, it's kind of like, um, it combines the dangers of, um, online shopping with cool new stuff you've never seen or heard of. Um, in some of the best and worst ways, I guess. Um, because, uh, like I said, we started with the, the trekking in the national parks. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the next thing was. Um, and how I discovered it. Um, being a person who, who enjoys games, um, you know, I, I get a variety of emails from, from game companies for this and that, you know, mailing lists that I'm on or, you know, other promotional pieces. Um, being, um, having an account at Board Game Geek, you get like a, a weekly newsletter thing that tells you about stuff that's coming up. And I, I, like I said, I can't remember specifically what the next one was and, and whatever, but it was gaming related and I'm like, oh, that looks awesome. I'll check it out and backed it. Um, and it, it, it can, it, like I said, it can be a bit of a rabbit hole, um, in that you can, you know, look at Kickstarter. Everything is, you know, organized by by category. Um, so there's like a, you know, a tabletop gaming. Well, there's like a games category and then it's subcategorized into, you know, gaming hardware and video games and tabletop gaming and, you know, all that, you know, card games and that sort of thing. Um, and then you can just scroll through all the various things that are, uh, that are available. Uh, you can also do it by location. Uh, occasionally I like to, uh, go in and take a look to see what the folks in Columbus are up to. Um, see if there's somebody local that's doing a thing that I can get behind, um, that I might want to be a part of and fund them. Um, and they've got an app for the iPhone, which is probably where the danger set in for me. Um, because you back a thing, and they, you know, say thank you, and they confirm it, um, and you, you know, become sort of eligible to get, uh, access to all the updates, you know, basically the, the, the creators, you know, regularly put out emails and say, hey, here's where we are in the process, uh, again, in the context of, you know, a game, you know, let's say, hey, hey, we finally, we finished up the rules, they're, they're going to the editor for, for final checks, hooray, hooray, you know, a couple weeks later, like, oh yeah, the, the, you know, we finished the art layout on the game board and the pieces and stuff, like, and you just get to see where things are and, and be kept up to date on the thing that you, you've, you've funded. Um, because it's very important that you understand that Kickstarter is not a store. It's not Amazon. It's not, oh, I want this thing. I will give you money and you will give me things that's, that's, I mean, that's often how it kind of works out, but that's not what it is. That's not what it's for. It is an investment situation. 
It is, I will give you this money so that you can do this thing. And if you do that thing, I'm expecting you to send me what it is you said you would give me. Um, but there are, there are, I was going to say there are no guarantees. There is, you do have some protections, you know, in the system, but it is also kind of possible for you to give the person your money. And if they are, you know, a shady type, they take your money and run. Like it's, like I said, it's not, it's not eBay. It's not Amazon. It's not, you know, actual online shopping. Um, also there's a time frame. you know, like there's stuff that I kickstarted, you know, months ago that still hasn't shown up because it's still in production. Um, maybe I'll get, get to that in a little, little more detail here a little further on. Um, but you get these emails that say, Hey, how's, how's the thing? Um, and oftentimes they're like, you know, the, some of the creators will like ask questions like, Hey, I'm thinking of doing this. What do you guys think? Or, you know, Hey, what color should this be? Or, you know, um, like I said, a lot of, a lot of them, um, you know, there's, there's a fair bit of interaction with the people that, that are, that are funding them, um, because they're kind of footing the bill. Um, and that, that works out well. And I, I can, I can respect that. Um, but you know, because I had a couple of things kickstarted, I'm like, Oh, there's an app. I'll get the app. And you know, in your free time, you're scrolling through just to see what's out there. Um, and it, 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 like I said, there were, there were points where it was, it was pretty bad in a boy, Todd, you really need to calm down on the kickstarting things, uh, front. Um, as of this moment, I no longer have the Kickstarter app on my phone for that reason. Uh, just cause yeah, I needed to calm down. Um, you know, there are only so many games that look awesome and, and seem really kick ass, uh, that you need to fund, um, at some, sometimes the higher levels and get the pieces and parts and have, you know, and they, they make the thing, they send it to you, you, you get it home. You're like, Oh, awesome. I helped make this happen it's probably not going to come out of the shrink wrap for months because I don't get to play games as often as we, we, you know, think that we do kind of a thing. Um, and I just need to dial it back. Um, but all in all, it's, it's been a really, a really good, uh, experience for me as, as a backer, as a person who, who funds folks. Uh, like I said, there've been a lot of really, really awesome things uh, that have kind of come of that. Like I said, I've, I've got a whole mess of games that are high quality, good stuff. Um, some of which I've even played and, and have been pretty awesome. Um, mostly games. Um, a few, uh, game adjacent items. Uh, I got a spin down die for, for Magic the Gathering. Um, that's like solid metal that you can like kill a person with. Um, that's pretty awesome. You know, variety of, you know, dice, um, you know, sort of custom dice situations happening. Um, a whole lot of games, uh, a lot of role-playing game stuff. Uh, one of the cool things, um, I guess technically I'm published, uh, by virtue of Kickstarter. Uh, there was a guy who was putting together a, a book, uh, for Dungeons and Dragons, and other role-playing games. I don't think it's necessarily D&D specific now that I think of it, but, uh, a book, um, of, uh, inns, taverns, and bars 
uh, in the fantasy world. Um, you know, just kind of comp- put together a list of, you know, here's the, you know, the, the flying harpy and here's, you know, what that looks like and the kind of people that go there and what's on the menu and, and, and stuff. Um, sort of a Zagat guide to fantasy, you know, taverns and inns, um, sort of a thing. Um, which seemed like a cool idea. Um, you know, in the initial, you know, funding for that was like a couple of bucks and we'll send it to you in a PDF. I can do a couple bucks. That, that ain't no thing. Um, you know, and then you, then you start looking further at the pledge levels and it was, you know, but if you pledge at this level, um, you know, you can submit a write-up for a tavern that you want and we'll put it in the book. It was like, oh, okay. Well, if you pledge at this level, you can do that and give us a write-up for a, you know, a non-player character uh, and we'll put them in there. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. So, you know, this book has, you know, it got funded. I have a PDF copy of it. Uh, there are physical print copies of it in the world um, that contain... Uh, Jonathan Darkstorm III's tavern, um, that he, he owns in the seedy, seedier parts of, uh, you know, the town they built, um, that talks about, you know, how, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, tavern, it's not the tidiest, but it gets the job done, and it's the front for the Thieves Guild, and, you know, and I also submitted, uh, you know, two, two NPC write-ups. One is for Johnny, um, as the guild leader slash owner, and one is for, you know, uh, a one-eyed half-orc bartender, uh, in the joint. Uh, you know, and I did little write-ups and sent them off, and they, they're all in there. Um, and I thought that was pretty, you know, pretty rad. Um, you know, the, uh, my first experience with 15 millimeter miniatures, is via Kickstarter. There was a, a cool um, campaign they were going to, to for this science fiction miniatures game um, that uses 15 millimeter miniatures. And I guess just to throw some some context around there, um, typical game miniatures uh, like you use when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons or, or when you're playing most um, war games are in the 25 to 30 millimeter scale range. Um, I'm trying to think of what would be a good equivalent for people who don't actually play games to, to help visualize, um, what that looks like. Um, about an inch or so tall is, is typical size. Yeah, I'm just coming up blank right now trying to think of a, a real life comparative object miniatures type thing that you would, you would encounter in, in normal life. Um, but 15 mils are, are, they're, they're small. It would be like if you took the, the little Scotty dog in Monopoly and tried to paint that with high levels of detail. Um, that one I can give you a good example for. Um, and that is an example of, you know, I saw it, I thought it was cool, I, I, you know, funded it, and basically the way Kickstarter works is that, you know, you, you pledge whatever amount you're, you know, whatever tier you want to, whatever that amount is, um, and 
they will they'll kind of put you on record like you don't actually pay that money right then and there but they've got you down for for that much and basically what Kickstarter does is it keeps track of all that um, until you've hit the funding target and once there have been enough people who've signed up uh, and sort of locked in to get the person to that funding target um, and the campaign ends because you know there's a target but there's also okay I'm going to run this campaign for 30 days um, at the end of that, that period in this case the 30 days if you've hit if the, the person running the Kickstarter has hit their their target that's the point where everybody's credit cards get charged uh, and then the Kickstarter collects all that money, processes it, sends it off to the person. Um, if at the end of that period they've not raised enough money to hit that that target, that initial threshold, it's an unsuccessful campaign. And it's not even that everyone gets their money back. It's that no one gets charged in the first place. Um, you know. And the, the, the little sci-fi mini-dudes was one of those instances where, you know... I thought it looked awesome. Uh, I kind of went all in on that one at, like, I think one of the higher levels of pledgeditude. Um, because by that way, you got, you know, oh, both armies plus these bonus miniatures from this and that and this expansion. Like, it was the, it was the whole, sh whole shebang. Um, and come the end of the period, they actually had not raised enough money for it to, for it to be successfully, you know, kicked. Um, which was kind of a bummer because I kind of liked the idea and kind of was hoping it would, it would do well. Um, but again, didn't cost me anything. Um, and as can happen on Kickstarter, uh, if someone, you know, gets close but doesn't quite do it um, and is passionate about what it is that they want to do, uh, you know, feel strongly, really wants to make that thing happen, um, they will, you know, do a relaunch. They'll go back to the drawing board and think, okay, what, what didn't work? You know, did were, were things priced too high? Is there a way we can, you know, get production costs lower? Uh, did we maybe just not market this enough to get enough people interested? You know, and they will relaunch the campaign. Um, and when someone does that, because you tried to back them the first time, you're on their mailing list, and they'll let you know, hey, you were excited about this before. We're going to try again. Are you in? And I was like, hells yeah. Um, and the second go around, they, they not only did it, but, uh, you know, popped out a couple of extra on the stretch goal front. Um, and it was super sweet. I mean, again, those miniatures are sitting in a box in my basement because I'm too busy doing, working on other things to actually assemble them, paint them, learn how to play that game, get other people to play, etc. But they're super cool minis that I have now. Um, and I, you know, it was a good experience. You know, the, uh, the people who ran that campaign... Uh, we're very, you know, very communicative in terms of here's where we are with these sculpts and here's where we are in production. You know, it was just good stuff. Um, I have had, I can only think of one experience that was definitely a ripoff. Um, there, there were, uh, I think it was for some sort of, some sort of metal dice, um, machine milled dice that, uh, instead of pips had throwing stars, shriekins, um, that seemed cool and the price seemed okay. And, you know, I was like, sure, whatever. And that was like in the grand, um, 
sweep of I'm going to kickstart all sorts of things on a nearly daily basis time of my life. Um, if they got enough backers and they hit their target and they, you know, charge my card, Kickstarter sent the money off to those folks and I've not, I mean, that's been like two, three years now and I've not heard hide or hair. Um, and you know, they're, they're, you can try and reach the, the, the people through Kickstarter to ask questions or make inquiries or whatever. They, they, they've got, they've dropped off the map. Um, you know, and it sucks because I would have liked, you know, the nifty little dice. Don't need them, but it would have liked them. Uh, or to have not spent the money or to get my money back. But at the same time, that's a risk I knew I was taking. You know, he said, I, I, when you go to Kickstarter, you've got to realize that, you know, it's an investment. There is risk. There are no guarantees. Uh, you know, you, you may very well toss some money out. And if the person that you're backing is not scrupulous, you may lose that money. Like that's part of the investing situation. Um, so, um, it is what it is. And I knew what I was getting in for. And I think it was like five, seven bucks all told. Um, you know, I'm not losing my mind over it. Um, but you'd be surprised how many people out there do in fact lose their minds over, over it. And I guess I just don't understand how they can be so confused. Like, yes, somebody rips you off and you're going to be upset. You're going to have some feelings. You're going to have some emotions. Um, and I don't begrudge anybody, any of that. It's the people who come across surprised that that could happen is, is what I have a hard time relating to. Um, cause Kickstarter is pretty upfront in saying this is not an online store. This is an investment situation. And, you know, we, we do everything that we can to ensure that, you know, the backers are protected and that the people who are kickstarting things are, you know, doing things right and there are guidelines you need to uphold. It's not perfect and somebody can, you know, do everything from take the money and run all the way up to, you know, they've got the best intentions, they're doing everything they can, but, you know, when they originally, you know, in their pitch said, oh, I expect this to be done by, you know, November of 2016, you know, it's... It's an investment. It's, you know, a thing that is not yet tried and true. And, you know, production schedules vary and things can get delayed. And, you know, I'm currently a backer for a a, a project uh, for, like, game tiles. Like, like uh, for Dungeons & Dragons, like various rooms on laminated cardboard that you can lock together to build a dungeon that are covered with, like, you know, a lamination so you can write on them with dry erase. Um, that sort of thing. Um, that I backed, <coughs> crap, it had to have been over a year ago, um, and they ran into production hazards, like, the, the, the stuff they were originally going to print on didn't work out well, um, you know, the people who were making it, the die-cutting machines to, to cut out the various tiles so they would lock together, something went wrong there, um, you know, they did a, they did a prototype, uh, run, and turns out they were super stupid low quality, um, it's taken forever for that, you know, to have, like, I still don't have them. Uh, things are starting to look better, um, based on the updates, but they, you know, they ran into some snags. Um, and for me, it's like, okay, you're still making the things, right? Yeah. All right, cool. It's going to be a while. Yeah. 
unfortunately. Okay, I kind of knew what I was signing up for, that that could happen. That, okay, cool. But there are other people just, you know, losing their damn minds. Like, I was going to give this to, you know, my, my cousin for his birthday, you know, the middle of last year, and you guys have blown it. It's like, well, like, you know, you were told multiple times that this is not a store, that things go at the pace of, you know, a new investment opportunity and not a sure thing. Like, I don't understand why you're, why you're, you know, that out of shape or, or surprised. They said, out of shape, fine. I, I, I get, you know, your expectations aren't being met. Um, but acting surprised just, just flummoxes me. Um, there are a couple of other ones that I've got going that have not yet, that have, that have seen snags. They're not quite to the point, uh, like with the, the, the Ninja Star Dice thing wear, but yeah, these folks have vanished from the planet and taken my money, like that's that's the consensus amongst all the backers and it's been gone for so long, I basically just sort of written that off um, there are a couple of others that are I don't want to necessarily say sketchy or shady, but they're not looking real great, uh, but I don't know that it's full on you know, person has gotten money and, and bolted um a couple of different instances of people making um, role-playing games, uh, you know, paper and pencil, you know, printed role-playing games. And I will say, you know, thankfully in my case, you know, I, I pledged a fairly low level to where I'm just looking behind, like, four bucks and you're a part of it and we will send you a PDF when it's all said and done. Cool. I can do with that. So if I don't ever see that PDF, I'm out, you know, less than what it costs me to go to lunch on some days, like, I'm not, not hurting real bad on that front, um, but, you know, people who have, like, way past deadlines and aren't giving updates to the people, um, sort of a thing, where it's like, yeah, this may or may not, or then they'll will resurface, like, oh, sorry, you know, I had this problem, and this and that, and this is what we're working on, and, you know, but all in all, uh, you know, out of, you know, like I said, like, a hundred or so projects that I've backed, I can only think of, like, a handful that have not gone well. Um, all in all, the platform is fantastic. Um, I've never done anything with any of the other, um, crowdfunding platforms, um, and frankly, I can't, I'm drawing a, a, a blank on what they even are now. Um, there are other ones. Um, I'm sure you've heard of them probably are yelling at your phone right now saying, Oh, this one and that one, Todd, what are you stupid? In this particular instance, yes, I'm a little stupid because it's early morning and I just can't think of any, um, other crowdfunding sites because I've always just gone through Kickstarter. Um, but no, I've got some really awesome stuff. Um, I would encourage everyone to take a look and check it out. Um, you know, how how into it you choose to get is, is up to you. Like I said, I achieved super backer level in a fairly short time period, which is kind of cool, but kind of scary. And, you know, kind of, you know, there's a lot of money that went to a lot of things. Um, which again, is good, is good, has pros and cons, you know, con is that I've spent a lot of money that I probably could have used, you know, elsewhere. I mean, no one's not no one's starving in my household or going without, you know, clothes or anything. You know, it's not like I didn't pay bills to kickstart things. So it's not, you know, that level of tragedy. But, yeah, I probably could have done other things with the money. Um, 
and you know I've got some stuff some games and stuff that are cool and look great on my shelf and maybe won't go anywhere else I don't know um but on the other end you know I've gotten some some awesome stuff um that I've, I've really enjoyed um and there's something to me about the investment side of it um that there are people out there who, who have these projects, who have things that they want to do, um, and that I can kind of help them make that happen. Um, it sounds really power trippy, um, or, or, you know, probably more altruistic than a, a capitalist fundraising machine should be compared to actual charity. But it, it is kind of that thing. It's like, you know, there there's a guy who wanted to, you know, make this game. And, you know, not many of us can just find, you know, 10 grand to fund, you know, printing, distribution, etc., etc., of a game. Um, but he showed a bunch of folks, hey, here's this idea I've got. Here's the prototype. Here's how this works. There's a quick video of how it plays through. Uh, you know, you think this is a thing you'd be into. I did the math and this is what it will cost, uh, you know, for me to produce it, which means this is what it will cost, you know, per game plus a little, you know, plus a little extra in case things go squirrely. Are you willing to kick me this much money and I'll give you one of these guys when it's all said and done? Uh, I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, and I can get behind, behind that. And I have on, you know, many, many times. Um, so, you know, check, check out, check out the Kickstarters, uh, if you so choose, um, you know, but again, be aware and be careful, you know, you can generally tell, you know, when someone has a project out there, um, there are signs to tell whether it'll work out well. If they've, if they've done multiple Kickstarters, you're probably in good spot, you know, if, if they themselves kickstart things that probably is is you know a good indication for you um you know if you're looking at a project by a person that that's their first one and they've never kicked anything it doesn't mean they're a crook it just means you might want to be more more careful and not you know not go too hog wild initially um but no it's good stuff like i said i, I recommend it and as i'm about to pull into my lot i'm gonna you know let y'all go now um, thank you for joining me this morning um, for the podcast, and uh, until next time, I hope y'all have a good one. And that's it.